All right. What's up, people? Uh, uh, Broix. Yeah, what's up, Broix out there? Or uh, uh, the, the female version of that. Uh, females can be bros, too. I consider, true. note to all the females out there, I consider you bros as well. Just so you know. Good homies. I just can I don't see gender. Yeah, exactly. I don't see color either. I'm just, you know. Today's episode <laughs> is brought to you by Trader Joe's. Sparkling water. Winter sangria sparkling water. If you haven't gotten one of these yet, go to your loco TJ. Fucking cop immediately. They're fire. Holiday season only. Fire. All right. So today we're going to be talking about masculinity mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, kind of similar to uh what we were talking about with no fap kind of goes along lines with that i guess we're kind of in like this pocket right now uh, yeah i'm just talking about you know the like like straightforward broic concepts you know the uh freaking fundamentals yeah i actually i like how you said that like the fundamentals um, just like good cornerstone knowledge to have to build to something like greater. If you're feeling like you're like, oh, what should I like, you know, what do I focus on? What's the first steps and whatnot? Like these are like kind of essentials that you want in your pocket, you know? Yeah, definitely. So you want to just jump right in? Yeah, for sure. So, right. uh, masculinity, um, I would say probably what comes to people's mind first is toxic masculinity yeah so i guess we can address that first um yeah there's um there's i mean there's a plenty of of those types of figures like not even in the public eye but just people that you may know like this like little boy mentality like you're hurt feelings trying to hurt other people just aggressive tone all the time a kind of overbearing um just what i think is just like aggressive overall aggression just like in every direction bro mm -hmm. um i see like a little boy just hurt in them like a lot of times um and that's like normally like you said that's the number one thing that people think of like when they when they think of masculinity masculinity they think like all right we need less of that um but then you throw out the baby with the bathwater, and you're like okay masculinity in general like we don't fucking we don't need it it's like no you need definitely both aspects but a lot of times that is what people think of immediately and they think like you know what i think of is just this hurt guy like trying to you know kind of stomp on everything around them yeah well so like what are the symptoms of that like like let's break it down like what it is like like if like toxic masculinity i would say is like you know mistreating women in various ways i guess um like manipulatively uh is that a word i don't know they manipulate them um they could like use like physical violence against them or yeah. any other type of violence i guess yeah um and kind of like having like a superiority complex over women yeah very very controlling person just overall aggression but normally a lot of times toward the female energies yeah in their lives 
yeah. bro the way i seen like one of this this one time this one dad picked up like her daughter from my class his daughter her oh yeah <laughs> he picked up nah he's a bitch bro oh. <laughs> he picked up his daughter from uh her class and then um bro he, he just came like he's like it was two o'clock and um that's the time that they get out but he was there at 145 and he was just being hella in my face like he's like you're supposed to be here at 145 and i was just like all right relax like mm -hmm. there's who 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 even starts talking to somebody that they don't know in that in that tone in yeah. that manner right and like i think there's just like these blaring blind spots in their tunnel of like how they see the world and how they interact with it and it's just like this overall taint tainted like a aggressive tone just everywhere bro but normally like you said toward the female energies usually like that's that's like an easy target and this little girl bro i understood why she was the way she was when i met her dad like she always used to like be like she hated going home and i'm like it's time to go Time to go home, blah, 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 get your stuff. She's like, ugh. Yeah, literally like that, bro. Literally like that. But she's so aware. And I think, like, I don't know. Obviously, she's not doing it consciously, but, or who knows. Like, I think she has a really good um, way of not allowing that energy to, like, affect her. Like, she's very outgoing. She's outspoken. She's, like, confident. She's, like, very, like, energetic as a kid. I guess most kids are, but she in particular is, like, really out there. Mm hmm. So I think what she's doing, even if she doesn't consciously know it, I think she's building up like a barrier between like that energy and like not allowing it to affect her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, like you said, I think a lot of times like that's the easy victim to to target like this like uh like a female counterpart to whatever yeah. capacity. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say it's kind of like um yeah it can be demonstrated like physically uh digitally you know there's like the manosphere and stuff which i have never really like consumed any of that i just know that it exists what's that the manosphere um it's just like the honestly all i know are the names of these things like i don't know what they really <laughs> represent but there's like the red pill and blue pill oh yeah or something oh yeah i don't even know what that is like i don't know just i don't really know how to describe that either but i think what I, mean, it, I know it's from the matrix and stuff like, yeah i think it's kind of like do you want to stay oblivious to all this shit and kind of like become who your father was <laughs> or do you want to like red pill it and kind of become a lot more aware and then realize how how much responsibility you have but you want to have more uh responsibility over like aspects of your life that you thought were just like the way they are oh i'm just like this way and that's that's just how it is my father was this way my grandpa was this way like no you want to red pill it become aware and now you have more responsibility yes but you want to be able to change these aspects of your life that just generationally got carried into the next person like bro I've uh, realized a lot as of lately, because my mom is dating somebody right now, how horrible my family is at like relating to their romantic partner. Like the way they talk to them. Mm, why? Just my mom talks to people like she's in high school. Mm. You know, like, uh, 
Mom, if you're watching this, we've already talked about this. <laughs> Dude, hopefully my parents never see this. No way, really? Bro, are you kidding me? Yeah. We well, an episode on fucking jerking off. That's true, bro. You know what, though? I have been, I did vocalize that to my mom this year about how I struggled with an addiction like that. And she, like, felt really sorry that she didn't know about it. And I was like, well, one, obviously, you won't know about it because it's something so, like, like I'm not going to talk to... I'm not going to talk to my family about that usually. Yeah. But that's what makes it like isolating too and like kind of shameful, but not to go down that tangent. Um, See episode one for <laughs> more yeah. discussion of no fat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, bro, like I think, I think the red peeling it, red peeling it is like you becoming more aware and like having more responsibility over your life. Okay. So is there also... There's like a son, like people take sides and they argue on Reddit or something. Um, well, it isn't so much like, like the red pill people are like, like, oh, I'm trying to step out of the matrix and I'm, they're trying to like evolve, co like consciously evolve in a direction that like blue pill people would never go to because they're like, oh, they're like asleep and like they're blissfully asleep. Like they, they'd rather stay there. They don't want to like question anything. They don't want to like, they want to just keep consuming, like consuming porn and fucking TikTok and going to work and then just coming back and cooking dinner and just going to bed and then doing it over again. Yeah. Like that's, that's blue, you yeah. know? And red is like, no, fuck that. There's like other shit out there that they want to like, they want to go and do essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they, those people, argue about masculinity um mm. there's incels i guess they kind of are like an extremist part of the manosphere um <laughs> oh now i get it the manosphere okay i get it now like what you're saying yeah yeah um like the idea and concept behind it yeah you know i guess that's like the more negative parts of it and then I don't know if this is in the manosphere or not, but you know, just in general, there's lots of like kind of self-help people, like by men for men type people. Yeah. And, like some podcasts or some YouTubers or whoever that I watch or like, you know, there's also like the Jordan Peterson type people who talk about masculinity, um, like modern wisdom with Chris Williamson is a podcast. He talks mm. about masculinity. Okay. Pretty good. That's uh, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, I guess, is kind of like some symbol of masculinity in like our modern era. His way, yeah. Joe Brogan, bro. Yeah, exactly. Bro Jogan. <laughs> bro Jogan. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> bro Jogan. Yeah, I mean, people would accuse him of toxic masculinity. I would say not. So I want to consider him like in the pool of the toxic masculinity people. But yeah, so. You know, people just like typing stuff that's derogatory towards women online. Mm, yeah. That's like, you know, the incel type folk and who knows how many of that actually, or how many of like those people are represented in the population. I will say, I just heard uh, some recent thing. We could probably get this into this at some point later, but you know, like the balance between masculinity and feminism and like marriage and whatnot. Yeah. But like, um, I was just going to say, like, I think the percentage of single men is up, like, 
uh, you know, like fucking like 500% basically. Yeah. Japan. Like the last 30 years or something. Japan isn't even having fucking, they're having more people die in Japan than people being born. Mm, the yeah. birth rate is declining past the death rate. Yeah, that's in China too. Yeah, like they're not, like Japan, there's the most amount, I think, I don't know this for sure, but based off of just like, the culture and like, you know, I'm a, I'm an anime watcher, so I could kind of speak to this, like just digital titties and mm. fake sex dolls and all of that stuff is like very isolating and it's taking your manhood away, bro. Like if you're putting that instead of like female attraction yeah, in your sphere, in your manosphere, if mm. I may, yeah, <laughs> like obviously you're, you're going to become like like, bro, it's hijacking your dopamine and your brain is just looking for dopamine. And if you can get it in crazy amounts and like over your phone and over like with a fucking doll, you're you're going to get hooked on that. Not because like you're more into that, but because your body is just looking, your brain is just looking for higher levels of dopamine. Yeah. So it's, that's why it's like easy to get hooked on it. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you... Uh, Damn, this is about to be a nofap episode, bro. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, see episode one. Yeah. Um, but it goes hand in hand. Like it it's very much hand in hand with those ideas, like those concepts. So Yeah. Um, we should talk about that later. Yeah. Like uh freaking how masculinity is disappearing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to wrap it, up the toxic part. Uh, real quick one yeah. more thing before we wrap up the toxic part sure where i've seen it like i read a book called i didn't finish it but i read a good amount of it oh, fuck, what was it called king magician warrior lover i believe hmm. and those are like the four archetypes that they address in the book of like the different types of masculine roles that have been uh like have basically been stepped into by like strong men you're either a king a magician a lover or a fucking whatever the other one i said was and um like they talked about how a lot of times in in different tribes and stuff yes yeah, making me like birth too bro. <laughs> and different tribes and like indigenous cultures or just like shamanic cultures and stuff mm -hmm. there was always like an, an initiation for the boys to become men they go on their first hunt. Um, they do plant medicine or they, they do something that's guided and it's purposefully orchestrated for a boy to become a man. Nowadays, bro, there is nothing like that. There's really yeah, nothing. I know. Like, you know, there's just like, go kind of find out for yourself. Like, go figure it out. And a lot of times, bro, the wrong information is going to find you. You're going to find porn. You're going to be learning from kids that are slightly older than you you're gonna um watch movies on like how you're supposed to like woo the girl and like love at first sight and all these like false uh, ideologies are being just like flooded in front of you so now you have this false perception of what it's supposed to look like um and a lot of times at least like growing up in east la and like seeing a lot of it like a lot of gang violence and stuff these boys looking for that looking for like these like strong figures to follow i think like that feeds on like oh we're gonna like we're the tough guys we're gonna show you how it's done da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. gang violence fucking um 
yeah, there's just a lot of like false prophets, kind of is what what I like. I'm yeah. seeing in the world. There's I a guess lot. That's also toxic masculinity. Yeah, too. yeah. That's, that's like in the real world, the real world manifestation of toxic masculinity. One thousand percent. I mean, it also it, it kind of. I feel like yeah, there's just. Um, yeah. It probably a lot of it stems from a, a lack of like the father figure in the household, like mm -hmm. the strong, like mm -hmm. male father figure, like that, sets the values and stuff. That's a good seg segue into like the next topic I kind of wanted to touch on was yeah. um, like the traditional like father, mother, and like kids, like that type of household is like kind of been torn apart in America. Yeah. Well, right. So yeah, let's break down the traditional, what traditional like, role of the man would be yeah like to be a strong figure like a it, people provider. like yeah provider bro what i was about to say too is like when you say that type of stuff nowadays too it's like people kind of look at that as like oh they're being sexist or whatever like oh that's a very outdated um idea but, but i would like, argue and it, it i feel like it is not even like, i feel like it's practice, a, it's not like people just say it in real life, bro, mm -hmm. you know how much money I've spent on these hoes and on <laughs> dates and stuff? I'm probably down like two or three K in the last couple of years. Damn, bro. That's on, on the light end, too. On first dates alone. That's on the light end, homie. Like, shit. Yeah, for like, real. I'm a stingy fucking Jew. Yeah, for real. That's coming from a Jew. For imagine, imagine people who aren't that, bro. Yeah, imagine people who are like really trying to impress. <sighs> it's insane. Um, but what I was about to say about that, too, is Dude, like... that's a... Yeah, that's a whole fucking... <laughs> that's kind of well that's a tradition sorry to cut you off but no, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. that's one traditional aspect of masculinity is like you know in dating for example like the man pays and stuff i so, actually don't mind paying i don't either yeah but it, it is a traditional thing yeah and it's like kind of you know i think it sets the tone for the relationship is mm -hmm. the man gives the money to like you know like support the family like because the woman should be taking care of the kids like I don't. I wouldn't mind a situation where I'm working if wifey's not working, you know, and taking care of the kids and stuff. Well, like, wait. It, oh, if like she's at home and you're like you're the one. Yeah. 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 That I was about to say too. Like historically, bro, that's just the energy dynamic of like what feels in alignment. And there's special cases. Like everyone's gonna be a little bit different. Um, you know, we're not saying that there. this is the only mold of, like, how it's, it has to be. Like, it could be many different ways. But usually, um, it's a good kind of a segue into the topic I wanted to bring up uh, when we were talking earlier about this. Like, bro, being around young kids and, like, teaching them yoga and, like, being, like, kind of like this figure, this, like, male figure in their life. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry if you had to hear that. Mute that shit. <laughs> I gotta bro. make it louder. Yeah, bump it. I'll like add a sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, people used to hate my burps in college. They were worse because I used to eat like shit. Now I eat a little bit better, so they're not that often. But Damn. people used to fucking hate them, bro. I've never had like smelly burps or anything. Oh, dude, you, you don't want them. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was I saying? Oh yeah, being around like like younger kids and. It, it honestly bro like what it does and usually like the kids that are in my classes are like you know like little girls and they look up to you man there's like a certain energy that just gets aligned in you that it feels good to be like a paternal figure in their life 
it feels good to be a positive male energy to just become like a conduit for it too. Like you just step into it. If I was forcing it, um, it wouldn't be as natural as just like being there and just like having it move through you. Um, so like what I'm saying basically is that like these, these setups, these dynamics of like the traditional family, it's not that it has to be that way. It's that like in alignment, in practice, it just kind of like feels right to be in that way or it feels it feels good and it feels aligned to be in that way bro yeah. Yeah. you know like i've never felt uh, a paternal type of energy before in my life granted i'm pretty young but being around those like in that kind of dynamic being around those uh those like kids it feels honestly really good to be like just like this fatherly essence like around them yeah it feels really good yeah. to be honest yeah you teach yoga to kids if that wasn't specified oh no that's what i i think i said that okay just want to make sure <laughs> <laughs> i just teach yoga clear. to kids <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i teach i work with kids from four to 14 and even the 14 year olds like being around them in a very one of the teachers told me last week She's like, I think it's good for these kids to be around like a like a different type of presence in their life. Like the the type of energy you bring into the classroom and the type of energy like you emit as like a, a male figure in the yoga sphere is different than what they probably get in their everyday day to day of like Beverly Hills businessman, very mm. like, you know, get after it and shit. Like I come in and I'm just like trying to chill with them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we talked about basically the man traditional roles and stuff and yeah, providing that kind of stability, like that being that role model for the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. uh, what else is like a traditional, like, yeah, I guess, I mean, well, I was thinking like in tribal times and stuff, the man would probably be like the hunter yeah. is actually like a you know a provider like in a more literal sense yeah like bringing home the bacon <laughs> um bringing home the caboose the caboose is a a train really yeah oh, you just mean fuck. moose no i thought that was a uh what are, what are they called the caravan <laughs> i think there's a car too yeah it's like a <laughs> I'm just saying automobiles, bro. Yeah. Bringing home the auto. Antelope. <laughs> Antelope. There you go. Or something like that. I don't know. Cantaloupe? It's a fruit. Yeah. I got a fucking... Impala. Tame. Chevy. Ford. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about, so, bro, what about, like, how did you grow up? Like, who was around? Did you have, like... Oh, wait. One last thing I just thought of really quick, though, first. Mm -hmm. um, the man is also kind of like the leader, you know, like the leader of the tribe or like today, you know, or in the day, back in the day, it'd be like CEO type guy, mm -hmm. you know, it's like almost always a man, like president has always been a man. Mm. I know, I'm not saying that's good per se, but, that it, you know, that's just how it has been over time traditionally. Yeah. yeah. So like... Um, you know, they're always kind of like a leader of other men. That's kind of like the masculine of the masculine. 
And it also kind of breaks down to like traditionally there's like alpha, beta, whatever. I think there's another there's the other one that's like or something like that. There's like an yeah, maybe. Another one is like they step out of it. They like don't partake. Like Mm -hmm. lone wolf. But yeah, so there's always like kind of the alpha energy. I think that still exists like in sports, like on you know, male sports teams and stuff like bro. Hell yeah. There's lots of traditional masculine things that still carry on to this day. Even if it's not, it's like kind of in a different form, like society wide. And as individuals, it's definitely changed a lot. A masculine is always kind of like the man's man, you know, who can like fix it and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good with every tool. Yeah. And then like, you know, my mate, male role models or whatever like um you know my dad was around and like he taught me how to like do almost all the activities that i do today like surf ride motorcycles Mm. uh ride road bikes honestly bro that makes that makes a lot of sense yeah go like camping backpacking that's lit that's really fucking cool i got a truck and my dad has always had trucks was he like proud when you got a truck um maybe <laughs> i don't know i mean i needed it though like because yeah. i gotta have all this other I'm surfboard but it's like all this shit so like you gotta have a truck at that point yeah 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 so you kind of are just like entrenched in the lifestyle <laughs> so like you couldn't get a prius bro no hell no dude that's some pussy shit but that's all the prius drivers out there yeah <laughs> yeah that's one thing that's kind of a traditional masculine thing it's like a guy owning a truck yeah i feel like my dad more. literally just bought a truck it's kind of, honestly, it feels kind of dope to own a truck. Yeah, I bet. I've never actually, no, I have, I have. I've driven a truck. I've only had, like, cars, like, sedans and shit like that. Yeah, I've I mean, always I've had been, both. Yeah. But I've like, had, like, a Jeep, like, I've had oh, yeah, the range. Yeah, yeah. But I literally, I lived in L.A. six years without a car, just motorcycle and bicycle. Damn. Yeah. Damn, that's a long time to live in LA. I forgot that you were here for like since 2017. Damn, boy. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I went to UCLA. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, definitely, my dad, like, you know, going fishing and like, um, being able to like go camping and have like wilderness abilities and stuff. Mm. Um, also, like, he's a man's man because he was like an architect and then also did construction and then did like plumbing electricity like yeah does it all you know does all the manual labor and everything so i can like not even do half of what he does so i feel like definitely a fucking pussy compared to him but then like i can do like it feels like way more than like every other guy i know can do so then like i feel you know i mean my dad's old so maybe like someday i'll get there you know yeah i don't think i'll ever be able to like build a house by myself but like he did that yeah that's what his like livelihood oh wow like designing houses oh, yeah, yeah, and building yeah. them oh, bro. yeah crazy. yeah so uh yeah definitely like pretty good but on the other hand he exhibited some toxic masculine traits mm-hmm. especially a lot of that a lot of toxic masculinity i would say is fueled by alcohol mm. and so like that was definitely the case as well like yeah not to any extreme levels but just kind of like very unpleasant to be around to say the least feel so yeah that sucks how like i just feel like different times 
you know, like those were different times and like that was more widely accepted. Now if like you beat on a girl or like beat on a kid or beat on it, people are like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, but well, it wasn't before, that bad. I didn't get beat when he was drunk or anything. Okay, that's good, that's good. Just right. emotionally. Just emotionally get beat? Yeah, but that takes a toll too, you know? It's like, you're a pussy. <laughs> pussy. <laughs> you're a pussy. <laughs> no, it was just kind of like, you know, like he's just yeah. like a grumpy drunk or whatever. Yeah, I feel. And as a kid, bro, you're so impressionable at that time. Like yeah. everything, especially from a parent, dude. Any yeah. words from a parent, they could come from anybody else and you won't give a fuck. But if they come from your parent, yeah, that's, bro, those words weigh a ton. Yeah. You and know? you can't, like nowadays, you can probably put some different weight to like if they're inebriated or not. You'd be like, oh, are you fucking drunk? But like as yeah. a kid, you did, there's no difference. No, yeah, there's no difference at all. You yeah. just think like, yeah, there's no yeah. difference. And drunks are more creative with their insults. <laughs> they really go at it, you know what I mean? They don't, <laughs> they really try to come up with something that will really hit you. Oh, wow, that's insane. And I was just like reading somewhere, like when someone says something like that to a kid, like, um, like I was reading something and there's an example um, it was like some psychology book or something and yeah. they're talking about how like uh, when you're a kid like you could be outgoing and fun loving or something and then maybe like one day your parent is in like a crazy bad mood and then they yell at you like shut up like you're you always wanna, like you're yeah. always so annoying or something mm -hmm. like and you never want to be that way again yeah so yeah. that like that completely changes who you are dude 100% bro 100%. and it adds I think it like they called it like black magic or something whoa <laughs> Bro, you know I'm all about that fucking, not black magic, but just magic. Like, yeah, I'm all about just saying that something that with your, with your words to somebody. Like, yeah. when they're oh. so impressionable, it really changes their the entire four agreements. You, that's yeah, that's from there, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. That's a. Fucking I was reading another book, so I was confusing it if it was from that or not. Isn't isn't that an insane book, bro? Like how? Mm, yeah, it is from the four agreements. Yeah, I remember the moment where he says it like the part like how yeah, he, yeah. how you know what i'm talking about then right yeah 100 percent, 100 percent, bro yeah so. all right put it this way here's another example one of my parents one times um or my mom like she one time said to me like i put on a sweater that was like a little tight on me and bro i'm already thin as it is so it was like an extra small or some shit it was like a little tight and she looked at me and she's like oh i think you're gonna have to go up a size now and like but like, I didn't even know I did this until I thought about it afterwards. For, like, five months, I didn't even put that sweater on. I didn't even look at that sweater. I didn't even fucking touch that sweater for five months off of that one comment, bro. Because you're like, I look fat in this. Yeah, like, it affected me, but I didn't think about it. I didn't think, like, in my head mm. that this is, um, I look fat in the sweater. It just, like... It fucking happened. Like it just—it's so quick. You don't even realize that. I didn't realize I changed my behavior until I saw the sweater in my closet a few months later, and I'm like, I was like, damn, I haven't seen that sweater in forever. I haven't put that on in like a long time. Hmm. Then I thought about it. I'm like, dude, I haven't worn it since like my mom said I didn't look good in it. Yeah. Damn. You know. Well, like, yeah. We're extremely like even to this day like, you know, our parents like their words. Words matter a lot, you know? Yeah. That is that is black magic. Yeah, they don't you know? people don't understand that enough. Especially my dad. 
but I these days I'm able to brush off everything he says basically. That's good, bro. But it's good. Um, and I bet you his dad was that way to him. Yeah, exactly. That's what just what I was gonna say. Like kids are hella impressionable, so then they just pick up on what their toxic masculine dad did to them, you know. Mm -hmm. And it just like, you know, I would say the world has gotten less toxic over time, but like you know, definitely. Like, just one or two generations ago, people were, like, slapping the shit out of their wives. Yeah, bro. You know, so, like, that's kind of a thing in the past, like, at least in our country and society. Yeah. Or like, our bubble, at least. That's why when I see, like, people saying, like, oh, I was born in the wrong decade. Like, I wish I was born in, like, the 40s or the 30s. And oh, they yeah. see, like, they see, like, the soft music. It's like... Yeah. I'm like, bro, Dude, like... In those movies, they literally would fucking slap the shit out of women. Yeah, bro. They were, like, fucking body slamming wwe type shit like yeah. just fucking suplex like <laughs> yeah that shit, you, i've heard like like david goggins you know him yeah. right yeah 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 he like in his book he was talking about how like you know he saw his dad would just fucking sucker punch his mom like right in front of oh him and his brother god as bro. like a little like seven year old you know god bro insane and he wanted to like you know if i can get yeah you want to yeah you want to throw hands that either makes you an abusive person or that makes you never hurt a fly. Yeah, but either way, I think it comes with lots of emotional baggage. Oh, yeah. It fucks you up. So 100%. it's really a, a struggle. Yeah, 1,000%. Yeah, so... Um, oh, yeah, so kids are hella impressionable, so... Um, They'll just, like, copy that. So it's kind of, yeah, it all ties into each other. Like, you got to have good role models. Like, yeah. So it's kind of a traditional thing, I guess, but definitely having, you know, so you don't want a toxic masculine parent, dad, whatever, obviously. But, like, you still want the father to be present for sure. Mm -hmm. And, like, because there's a lot of potential, you know, for it to go wrong if you're toxic. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of potential for it to go right. And if you're not around, then it'll definitely go wrong. Mm. Or at least like the likelihood, ways, you know, like yeah, the likelihood. Maybe they can like still get a job and like make money and stuff, but they can be fucked up in other ways. Yeah, there's um, there's like a longing, just uh, a longing for both energies to be present in, in your life, and like if you if you have one of them missing, that usually is going to translate into you trying to find it in other people, like mm, people yeah. you date. Yeah, for sure. Definitely comes out. Yeah, having daddy issues. Having mommy issues even, bro. One of my close friends, I remember he had severe, like, fucking patriarchal, like, like very toxic views on women and relationships and stuff. And his dad is, like, that way. But mm. he, he didn't like his mom. Mm. And uh, he would say shit sometimes. And I would literally go, like, his dad's name. Let's just say his dad's name was fucking, like... Uh, Randy and then like okay. shout out Randy shout out Randy except for when he beats his wife <laughs> never mind don't shout him out <laughs> <laughs> no he doesn't he doesn't but he would say something and I, and I would be like that's very like it's very Randy of you to say and then he's like really I'm like yeah bro like you know our blind spots are there but just being going back to like the red pill type shit um our blind spots are there but when you take that red pill like when you want to become more aware of like where your blind spots are at a lot of times that's going to lead you towards like shit that your parents did that was in, like kind of 
forced on you when you were a kid that you inherited like we don't choose what we get but we can we can mold it like i i didn't grow up with like a dad around but i had like my grandpa um i had my uncles and you know they they have their problems and whatnot but um i think they like were trying their best and um but it, that's why like it makes me feel even better nowadays to like um to be what i w didn't to be what i didn't have for like the kids that i'm working with now yeah for like sure. it, it really makes me feel um like a lot of honestly like gratitude toward being like you know what i didn't get it but i can give it now mm -hmm. and that's cool like i i can't control what i didn't get already but i could control how i'm like um how i can affect somebody's life right now yeah you know it's kind of like being like an uncle like yeah for real uncle yeah i was just hearing recently that there's like an uncle shortage in no in way western culture you know what the fuck we gotta well it's but it's kind of like because the uncle also in theory can do like even if the father is around like the uncle has the unique role of being able to be like more chill especially if yeah. it's like the younger uncle you know? yes a hundred percent like because you can like talk about things that like the father might be less comfortable with talking uh -huh. about maybe like the like, funkel bro you're the funkel yeah exactly yeah so that has you know they also have unique responsibilities yeah like get maybe like going out when you're 18 and getting you, you your first beer or something like that yeah. like don't tell your your dad like we're drinking maybe, but, it's like yeah. fun. but it has to be it's like doing fun things maybe like pushing boundaries but still under like still being respectful still being responsible yeah still being like smart about it so it's like having a fun time but being like mature about it i think there's a very thin line between those two things like being um like a responsible adult and having also fun with the kids like you want to you always want to be centered in a place of like you know where you're coming from and it's always well intentioned because it could it could very well be like seen as malicious or like um like you're leading them astray or some shit like that you know yeah god forbid like any of that shit actually happens in anyone's lives but that's a real thing bro like straight up dude well um, yeah i mean that's one thing i was thinking about what kind of ties into that is um like male role models you know like just in general where they exist besides like the parent besides the dad like there's yeah. like coaches mm -hmm. um kind of teachers even though like 99 percent of teachers are women it seems like yeah um coaches for sure yeah coaches. for sure bro like yeah. bro actually you just reminded me like growing up i played a lot of baseball and i was like really good in in little league and like one of my favorite coaches i always used to see him like I didn't consciously think it in my head, but like I just felt this way. Like I felt like he was kind of like a father to me. Yeah. You know, he like, like was teaching me baseball. Like you secretly hoped like he would date your mom. Yeah, low key, bro. I would always be like, you know, mom, he's kind of good looking, like, you know. But bro, like me and my brother both would do that shit, which is kind of funny. We would both tell my mom who to date. Yeah. It was kind of funny. Like we we're looking for like a dad. <laughs> We told her to date like a fucking hotel guy one time, really? like just because he helped us carry our bags. Oh damn! Like, you should date him. <laughs> that was funny shit. Shout out to fucking Pedro from Mexico. Dude, he probably felt the same way. Oh, he, 
yeah, he's like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so coaches for sure, like, they kind of, they kind of, like, lead the way, like, they're also kind of a Funkle-type character, but, mm-hmm. like, they help teach you, like, discipline and kind of, like, working with other mm-hmm. young men. Yeah. Um, like In a productive way. Yeah, like facilitating like the camaraderie and like yeah the productive productivity like teamwork and Mm. stuff Um, yeah bro that's extremely important dude to get your kids involved in sports when they're young yeah for sure like it's a thousand percent oh yeah it's a must definitely ideally team sports yeah i yeah that's a good point if you put them in tennis they're gonna be a dick yeah or golf yeah i mean cycling is like kind of technically an individual sport but it's like actually in reality a team sport yeah so like i definitely had a strong relationship with my team and we had a couple coaches and stuff oh you did cycling yeah you didn't oh, know that shit. no not at all do what really you, no i you never knew that? that no dude i literally i was on a cycling team from sixth grade through 12th grade damn yeah and i raced like all around the country and stuff damn i didn't know that no i was I was literally two-time state champion. Oh shit! No, I didn't. Yeah. You have the energy of like, uh, like somebody that did something at the state champion level. Because mm. I, I know another person, uh, my homeboy Jackson. He was a two-time state swimmer champion or some shit like that. That's cool. In Maryland, yeah, and he's Maryland, got like. Oh, that's fucking lame, though. I was yeah. in California. <laughs> bigger state. Yeah. Fucking was, bigger state, bro. California, Nevada. Oh, no way. Two states? Well, it's technically Northern California, Nevada, and they have a Southern California, Southern Nevada league. Mm, okay. So it's like two half states. Yeah. And they call that the state champion. So it makes one full. But I have state. like a state champion jersey. Damn. Okay, yeah. boy. Okay. But yeah, so I wouldn't have gotten there without my male coaches. Um, you know, there's a couple of women involved as well, but... Um, yeah, one, you know, I had one coach that was, like, actual, like, coaching, like, training plans and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, going on training rides and shit. Um, you know, I trained a lot and stuff. And then the other coach was, like, more hands-on and would help with, like, repairing our bikes and uh-huh. drove all to all the races and stuff. Yeah. And then there's like, a dad or two also that would, like, show up to all the races. Um like, my friend Hans's dad was at every single race and always drove and stuff. It's cool. Like, across the country and shit. So, they, those were, like, strong male role models for me. Yeah. Too. And they, like, they were, um, at least my friend Hans's dad, Thor, is, like, insanely respectful, always, like, cracking jokes, like, always just, like, super chill, like, helping everybody out. Like, he used yeah. to be a firefighter, and he was, like, oh, hella yeah. good cook. Oh, yeah, good guy, bro. Good yeah, guy. Yeah, like, cook for, like dozens of dudes you know like yeah bro that's that's a great um camaraderie to have in your life like competing together someone's dad looking after everybody like that's just a good place to be bro yeah there'd be like two like men you know and like one dude in his like 20s yeah like the rest of us basically yeah bro that's such an important role to now play you know, no, like if you get the chance ever to like be that, me and my brother always talk about like, we can't wait to be little league coaches. That's going to be a fucking iconic part of our lives. Like, you do that now, can't you? 
Technically, yeah, I guess. Or that's a good point. Yeah. But I feel like that's going to be like one of my dad, one of my kids on the team. Oh, yeah. You know? Because right now it's like be... team barbecues and stuff. And yeah. That's one thing that's also like, you know, All the, the man is like, like behind the grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's how you like you do it. That's how to be a good dad, you know? <laughs> you got to there's... drink too much. Yeah, there's certain traditional values that just like, they just feel good to be in, bro. Like, yeah. They just feel good. You feel safe. Like everybody else feels safe, you know? Yeah, like, you're a protector. Yeah. You know? Then there's like, there's a shaman, there's a protector, there's like the magician, like all these different roles, the lover, like, and you could play all of them. Like you could, you could step into like, you know, when it's time to step into like protector, you know, when it's time to step into like fun dad, you know, when it's time to, not that I'm even a dad or anything, but like, you know, when it's time to like step into different yeah. energies. Yeah. You know? And then try to like, one thing I heard is like, you're not supposed to show your kids that you're like stressed out. And stuff mm. like you're not supposed to let them know that you're like financially stressed out or yeah. like you had a hard day at work like yeah they're not supposed to know that like so you're supposed to always maintain like a relatively positive attitude mm -hmm. you know like i think that's yeah especially don't take it out on them <laughs> fucking pushy yeah <laughs> while sipping um yeah that's that's extremely important yeah one thing also, oh yeah, so there's like coaches and then um, I feel like principals are usually like men, like the teachers are women and then there's like principals that are men, at least yeah. in my schools. He's like the pimp? Basically. Yeah. I have never never had a, no, 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 I had one, I had one. A male principal? Yeah, oh. I had one. The rest were females. The but... superintendent was male. The what? Superintendent. Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew yeah. one. A lot of cops are men. Yeah. A lot of firefighters are men. Yeah. Um, military people. Military's a, a, a tricky one because, like, I read in that book of king, magician, warrior, um, lover, that, like, you know, screaming at men and... Um, like, mocking them... Like that type of like shaping forming is like more so toward like the the toxic masculinity that we were yeah, talking about. True. It's not always the case, but a lot of times, bro, like my dad was in the military and like the brother and camarad like the brotherhood and camaraderie that he has with his fellow Marines, like you could see that's a that's just a bromance type shit. Like they're they're with each other, they're boys. They were in the trenches together, you know, like Yeah. Of course you're gonna be extreme homies with like those people, but like the way like the way they shape these boys to become men like is probably a little bit more so only things i've heard probably more so on like the like they're using aggression and like anger even though if it's like a drill sergeant kind of playing the role like you're still using that type of energy to like form a new energy out of these people do you feel what i'm saying mm. so i don't know i'm i'm not Obviously, like, I'm not in it. I don't know. I'm just talking off of what this book said. Um, but that is kind of, like, what you do want, though. You want older men to kind of, like, like, to kind of, like, show you the way. But do so in a way that's, like, I guess just a little bit more centered around, like, I don't know, the type of energy you're going to want in the future. Like, do you want to be that type of person, too? Do you want to see that person be like, I want to be like that? 
And like, that's why I think like coaches and like, um, like these energies are more so in alignment with like traditional, healthier male, masculine like figures and energy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's also men in um, religious contexts, um, which is kind of interesting, I think, like priests and stuff. Yeah, fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they, in theory, are supposed to play a certain role. Like, you're supposed to be a celibate priest, and you're supposed to be, like, translating the word of God to the masses, you know? Damn. So you're supposed to be, like, um, like educating people, essentially, and, like, trying to be as pure about it and trying to give them mm -hmm. like as much information as possible and which i think like yeah yeah and like you're trying to really like instill that in them um but that's kind of like also i guess toxic masculinity in a sense like abuse of power you could yeah i mean i think I've, I've always had a theory about this, like, Brahmacharya, like, we've talked about in episode one of, like, abstaining, being celibate, moderating, and wise use of your sexual energy. Um, I think if not used correctly, it's kind of like a fire. And if a fire is used in the correct way, it can heat up your, your home, it can cook your food, um, it can provide light. But a fire can also burn shit down. It can hurt you. It can fucking leave you with scars. Like, yeah, like fire a, is just like, fire. Like a dragon. Like a dragon. <laughs> yeah. That must be tamed. That must be tamed. Exactly. Exactly. And like, if um, if you're just cultivating energy without a fucking sense of knowing how to like like maneuver it, it could end up hurting people. You could end up burning those around you. Yeah. You know. So like, I. I would even say like partly it's like if you don't teach these people that are practicing these practices how to utilize it correctly, it could more so times like be turned into something like, uh, I mean, we'll just address it right now. It could be turned into something perverted, you know, like and being on top of that, being a strong male figure, like being actually centered enough to hold this energy and use it in a positive way is something that like um is something that like is kind of almost like not unheard of because we're starting to see people like pop up more often like um but it's it's extremely important to show that like there are good ways to show um like to show masculine energy to the masses to your families to your friends like mm -hmm. being seen as masculine and being it being seen as like a, a good thing and by no means am i uh, am i like this type of like super strong masculine person like physically like I'm, i do yoga for the most part i do push-ups and stuff like you know i work out and all that but like i guess i'm kind of I'm, I'm still learning about it too bro like being more masculine like saying what you mean meaning what you say um just being a lot more assertive but like in a healthy way um being confident in the decisions that you make like all that kind of stuff anybody can practice it and anybody can channel that masculine energy in their lives. Mm -hmm. Everyone should. But um, a lot of times we're just not shown like how to correctly do it. Like I see people a lot of times stuck between 
um, making a decision and not making a decision, and they're just stuck there. They're just stuck there for a long ass time. Mm. It's like, just make one. It doesn't matter which one yeah. it fucking is. Just learn as you go. Dude, Big Sean said, five second rule. That's how much time every decision gets. That's a lit. That's And see, that's a very, like I would say, that's a very like masculine dude. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, like healthily masculine dude. Oh, there's a spider on this cable. Fuck. You want me to press him i'll say a quick prayer for him too it's right there all right bro i got you oh, oh no it's right there dude bro what the all right Is it on you? no he's he's done he's done he's in the afterlife now bro <laughs> all right rest <laughs> in peace to that spider that got in our way of the uh, fucking podcast don't get the way of our fucking podcast <sighs> um what were we talking about um, <laughs> um, fuck, dude. Oh, like, um, I remember saying, like, anybody can channel this energy or oh, the five second rule. Oh, Big yeah, Sean. yeah, yeah. Big Sean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that's interesting, well, I guess he's like a rapper rapper masculinity i mean big sean's kind of like an exception to like being a stereotypical rapper in a lot of ways but the stereotypical rapper and him to some extent you know they get fucking bitches and money you know what i mean they push the agenda so, they push the agenda of like that's that's another good point that's and that's a really good point yeah. actually and like, rap is i mean it um like you know uh it's like the biggest most listened to genre in the u.s mm -hmm. and like you know it's definitely like hyper masculine yeah 100 bro like literally talking like openly about sex and like sex. how they're like fucking these hoes like yeah. explicitly you know not not treating um not treating a uh like a hoe any like anything else besides a hoe. Yeah. Like Freddie Gibbs said he like fucked four bitches at the four seasons. Nice. Or like <laughs> or he fucked like a stack of four bitches at the four seasons. Like a stack. Yeah. A stack of four bitches. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. No, bro, like that's that's a really good topic that I wanna kinda touch on is like rap pushes this culture upon especially upon the youth of america like preteen, teenage years like kids are thinking it's cool to listen to rap which it kind of is you know like you're listening Dude. to rap and you're like fuck or like i'm so cool like, rap. yeah like rap is lit bro you know but a lot of times these ideas that are spoken about in rap get pushed onto an impressionable mind mm -hmm. and then whether they consciously know it or not like that's pushing the culture and then you don't have to be a certain way just because everyone around you is that way. But when everyone around you is like a part of the culture, Kendrick Lamar says it. He's like, he's like, um, like killing like N words and da 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 da, da and like um, shooting my brother. Uh, he's like, f he's like, fuck all of it. Fuck doing it for the culture. Like, fuck allowing the outside world 
to influence you into certain ways of being just because it's seen as like, well, this is how it's always been. Mm. You know, like that is a big part, uh, a big part of it too. Like, I think the world, the society around us, this is when the tinfoil hat comes on, but off of like just the evidence I've seen, bro, estrogen in the food, pornography all around the world, um, fake foods, lowering our testosterone, um, like being a weak male being seen as like uh is being seen as kind of like oh they're like it's good to be more more emotional which it is to some degree but you still want to retain some sense of like uh livelihood some strongness in your life as like a as a dude or as anybody bro but like all these things around us are like i think purposefully kind of lowering our uh our inhibition to just want to be like a strong male you know yeah and so I think like, yeah, all this music shit, all this like, I think it's just trying to drive us in the direction of like being, uh, like being just fucking cattled, being fucking herded mm -hmm. toward like being yeah. in the blue pill area for like long ass time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, it's weird cause like rap exists, but then outside of that, um, you know, everybody's addicted to porn and they're like sedated and yeah they're just like low testosterone mm -hmm. and then it's kind of like um this is what i heard from the modern wisdom podcast with chris williamson he was talking about the sedated male hypothesis mm. which is that like normally so like now you know there's more single guys than ever there's like even less dudes getting laid than ever mm -hmm. um so normally like that would lead men to be like the incel type people and hello sexually well even them like their sexual frustration would become like physical violence you know and like in the past i'd like would turn into wars and shit oh you know like in greek times and like yeah now it turns into Romans fucking and this shooting shit. up fucking schools and shit yeah it either turns into shooting up schools and all the school shooters have we're all sexless and mm -hmm. for sure mm -hmm. and then um and that's like confirmed i'm pretty sure and ted then, bundy you know what he said on his on his death uh chair technically not even on his deathbed because mm. he got electrocuted or whatever mm -hmm. he got executed he said there is only one thing different from me than any of my other uh like people in my neighborhood one little secret one little thing that i kept away from everybody and it just kept growing and growing and taking more and more of like uh taking more and more of like i guess kind of like the domain in his mind and he said it was porn it started off just like this little thing that he kept secret and then it just kept expanding and taking up more territory in his mind and it like kind of demented like who he was on his mm -hmm. death chair like was he was like saying this shit. yeah yeah, like the modern man today is like sexless, low testosterone. Also kind of pumped with propaganda of like every man has to be a feminist. And I would say I definitely support feminist values, but I think uh, it's kind of just become too um, like too associated with like cuck type dudes you know like there's some meme that's like <laughs> um you know like a woman 
like a lady holding up the dude basically like on a chain link fence and like his legs are like wrapped around her waist and he she's like supporting him up you know it's like basically like it should be reversed like the guy should be like lifting up the woman basically yeah yeah, and be like crazy steamy but and then that's the meme is like that's like guys who like drive in their cars alone with a mask on or something like for covid bro covid was crazy yeah but yeah so like there's these low estrogen dudes there's also like you know you're told to be like super feminist which i'm not against and i agree let me say that again but like just you know it's like overboard like the guys who have just been showing up to all the women's marches and stuff like i went to the first one because that felt like more of a big deal and then they've done it like a million times since then so it's like all right we get it i think uh i think to some capacity like learning that as a guy or as anybody too bro like again this masculine energy like it runs through all of us in spiritualism or spirituality rather um and in a lot of different ideologies it's seen that like you have both you have both energies running through you so it isn't so much like just because i'm a male i'm supposed to be more masculine or like it's just dependent on whatever your specific avatar and your specific soul and everything and your specific mind and your specific way of up uh, being um like raised what's going to be your balance but right now it's far out of balance that there's no healthy uh outlets of expressing your masculinity um it's like the, the scales are not even tipped in in like a little bit of expression of masculinity in a healthy way it's tipped in the way of yeah wearing a fucking mask in your prius when you drive around in like you know mm-hmm. showing up to a women's march not because you you're supportive of it but because you want people to think like you're on the right team yeah exactly yeah um and like um yeah it's kind of like pandering to women and it's usually like the dudes who like haven't gotten laid and like haven't even spoken to a woman in like years you know i haven't seen a patanga since college yeah exactly yeah dude i mean i definitely know some people in yeah, that bro. position i pray for them yeah <laughs> say a prayer for me yeah but yeah you definitely <laughs> like you see like you know i mean i went to ucla and i work there now so i like go to the gym where there's like grad students and stuff like insanely nerdy like phd type folk you know what i mean yeah yeah and like i the undergrad population is also full of like crazy nerdy asian people and just nerdy people across the board like (laughs) none of them are getting laid and also they're all like super pale super scrawny Mm -hmm. just play video games all day probably jerking off all the time yeah like literally never ever speak to women at all like seven monitors in their room and they have like hentai on one and like yeah yeah basically yeah and like you know maybe they have some guy friends and they're all the same they also probably they reinforce that type of behavior yeah that's probably like they also probably feel like incels on the inside too. Like mm-hmm. they're playing like their video games and probably like. And I will say, bro, like having been there myself, like I we talked about it on episode one where I would just like smoke weed, play video games and just stay inside like for one year of my life. And then I realized I'm like, oh, this is bad. Like, I don't want to stay here. I want to, I want to get out of this. And so I started doing yoga, I started doing all that stuff. Like that is 
also like that isn't a, a, a final destination. You know, like if you if you do find yourself in that place at the moment, like it doesn't have to be where you're all like where you're stuck and doomed to be. Your responsibility, once again, kind of going back to the uh, red pill, like your responsibility becomes now like how do I get out? Get True. some fucking sun. Yeah, yeah. Keep your wiener out of your hand. Yeah, if you are fucking do at least like fifteen push ups in the morning, like some squats. Yeah. You know, that's the bro jogan. Yeah. You know? Yeah, if you're if you happen to be one of those scrawny motherfuckers that I just Yeah, we've been like kinda like <laughs> judged <and laughs> yeah. We've been just like heavy that. bagging on like the incels. But Well the thing is, I mean, with when it comes to like exercise and stuff, I've done it my entire life. Even just like working hard yeah, bro. in different capacities of your life. I feel like I've always been the hardest worker I've known. You're a very so like like hard worker. Yeah, and I've always been my whole life. So I'm like, if I can do it, like, what Why the hell's your Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody can do it. That's for yeah. For I mean, sure. All I have is a laptop and all this fucking shit. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So like, that's why I am harsher on people because I've always been like fit and athletic and stuff. But I feel it. If you, I mean, I also still at one point, like, I was fit from cycling, middle school, high school. But, like, literally when I graduated high school, like, my arms were, like, damn near as thin as my wrists. Yeah. Like, so, and I, I'm, like, you know, I've been working out a lot since then. So, like, I definitely changed my appearance and stuff. And, like, it changes how I feel about myself and how, like, I express my masculinity, I mm -hmm. guess. Because, like, it's a physical expression of your masculinity. And then that, mm -hmm. if you look good, you feel good. Yeah, 100%. So. 1,000%. Yeah. So I definitely recommend starting with exercise in some capacity for sure. Like, yeah. you want to start with feeling good above anything. Like, you know, so if you're exercising, doing anything at all, like going for a run, doing yoga, like something, like once mm -hmm. a day, once every other day if you're sore, you know. Yeah. And, like. And I would say that like doing that type of stuff is going to naturally start to harbor you wanting to go and talk to a girl in a healthy manner, not even hitting on them, like not even trying to flirt or whatnot. Like, like you're just gonna go want to be, if you're in your masculine in a healthy way, you're gonna go want to find the female energy and just like interact with it in a healthy way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I had a friend one time, him and I were just like, Having a great fucking day, man. We we're we had just had brunch, slay. We had just had brunch, and then like we were walking around downtown, just having a good time. We met up with friends that like I haven't seen in fucking years, and they just like randomly were there. Mm -hmm. um, and we like kicked it with them for a bit. Then we walked a little bit more. We went to like an art show, and there was these like beautiful German girls right there. And like him and I just like we didn't even talk about it. We didn't look at each other. We didn't do anything. We just started talking to them because they were there and we were there, and it just felt right for us to talk. And just made them laugh, had some few a few chuckles, like da 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 da, and like, all right, have a good day. You too. See, ya. walked our separate ways, and he said something that like really resonated with me. He said, "I'm like, I'm glad." Immediately, I said, "I'm glad neither of us asked for like the number. Like, we just had the interaction, and we could just end it right there. Period. It was good. It felt good. Don't have to stretch it. Don't have to force it." And he's like, "Yeah, man. My my whole thing is that like." You know, I was kind of like uh, yearning for like uh, the female energy to be integrated into this day. And that was enough for me right there. Like just to interact with them, to make them laugh, 
look at a pretty girl, and then they're on their way. And I thought that was so fucking cool how he said it. Mm-hmm. You know, like just when you're in that, it's it's going to naturally pull you to go and like talk to yeah. to like females. Like when I teach yoga, bro, like the amount of just like bunch of interactions that I have in one day, like it 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 does make you feel good. Like, yeah, it it really does. Yeah, yeah. When you interact with a female, <laughs> when you interact with a female, <laughs> yeah. When you go and you actually like have meaningful interactions with people regardless of their gender i guess like that's a good point um it's if you're doing the things that you're meant to be doing it's going to naturally pull you towards wanting to like share how good you feel with like another person Mm, yeah um yeah so definitely like if you're scrawny and stuff (laughs) um work out it'll give you the confidence to talk to women Talking to women in of itself is positive and makes you feel good about yourself, yeah, even right. if you don't get laid because of it. Like, it's you got to it, start somewhere. Yeah, it, it won't even be about that. Yeah, it's, it yeah, it'll provide other value to your life. I have so many just like good friends of, of the of the female race, and they, like, bro, I look forward to. Like when I'm when I'm on my shit, when I'm doing my good stuff, like I'm fucking praying, I'm eating, I'm working out, I'm keeping my wiener out of my mouth, out of my hand. I mean, like, <laughs> like it just makes you want to. It'll naturally drive you to waking up with a fucking uh, like uh, almost like a magnet in you, looking to go interact with like people. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter who, just people. Yeah. Um, I was, was going to ask, like, how you feel about your masculinity or, you know what, um, a lot different than I did ever before. And I feel actually going back to like my last relationship, the last person I was kind of dating, it made me see how much I'm lacking in my, my ability to be a male that this person can like um it made me see the blind spots i had in like my in my dating and there is this one moment i remember this girl was like tell me um she was telling me basically like she's not sure if she wants to keep going or not da, 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 da. i'm like okay and i i remember saying it in a coffee shop i was like i don't mind what direction we go in I just want you to know that whatever thing you choose, wherever we go, whether it's like we're together or we're not, we're going to stay on that side. We're not going to jump back and forth. We're just going to stay on that side. And I want you to know that. Then she's like, she said, she's like, um, she's like, I'd never have seen you with that energy before. And that triggered something in my mind where I'm like, I want to keep harboring that energy in my life. So it's not like attuned to like a perfectness, but I think it's a lot further than it's ever been. Probably like, honestly, I don't, I don't know this for sure, but probably further than it's been like in this generation of men in in my, in this uh, lineage rather of men in my life. Like I have a lot of, unfortunately, like just, I see a lot of, I see a lot of just like, um, like trauma basically in like my family. And I'm like, fuck, dude, like, 
you know, I, I want to help all of them, but the only way I can like truly help them is like, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't really help them. Like mm. it, something they want, they need to do for themselves. But me, me being an example in front of them is like the closest I can get to it. Yeah. Um, it kind of makes me emotional when I think about it, to be honest. Like, but, uh, but I think that's where I'm at in like my masculinity. Like, I've, I think I have a ways to go, but where I'm at right now is a lot different than where I was like two, three years ago, or even just a few months ago, to be completely honest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's cool. What about yourself? Um, and I was going to say something. Dude, I did so much yoga today, bro. Oh. I know. Do you feel good? Are you mm. tired? No, I'm tired as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but no, when I teach and I don't take, it's very different. Yeah. When I'm teaching, like I'm not really doing the postures and like doesn't really feel too good. But no. it feels good to like be in that state of like flowiness, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I think a lot of people really appreciated like today, my classes. Nice. So that was pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Um, dude, I forget what I was gonna say. You're talking about like, like staying on about? one side. Oh, uh, keep keep going. Keep going. Keep <laughs> um, staying on one side. Um, harboring that energy more in my life. That girl kind of being like, I've never really seen that out of you, mm -hmm. like that assertiveness. I don't know. I don't remember. Tall G. Damn, it was insightful though. <laughs> um, Insert insightful line here. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I guess for my masculinity, um, I mean, I feel like pretty good, like, um, I feel more masculine than most dudes I know. I think you are. And also, I feel like... <laughs> um, Period. Yeah. But also, yeah, I've definitely... Um, and it helps me, like, overcome things that maybe other dudes would think would be more feminine, per se. Like, I feel comfortable wearing, like, pink shorts, for example. Mm. I'm, like... I like your, your pink shorts that you wear, too. Yeah. I, I feel comfortable, like... <laughs> going to yoga in a class full of women like mm -hmm. when i did yoga teacher training is all girls and me yeah and a gay dude is the other guy yeah so like you know and um you know uh i think it does allow you to be more comfortable with that with that stuff yeah when you're tapped in a little more yeah you feel i feel more comfortable around women i would say for sure oh dude that's a like big fucking thing like, like i don't i feel like a, a woman couldn't really like rock me really like i've dealt with some like uh definitely some toxic women and i feel like i'm i've still come out on top with my sanity mm. it's given me an interesting perspective on women as a whole but yeah you know like i feel that heavy though yeah so i feel like i'm able to just kind of maintain and yeah. i have like lots of outlets that i can do you know that yeah like I can just do on my own or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, 
like if I were to ever like get in a breakup situation, because mm-hmm. I haven't been in a relationship in a while and I haven't been in a breakup in a while. So I'm like, if someone broke up with me, like how would I handle it and stuff? Yeah. And I'm like, I think I would be able to like be out in nature, do yoga. Like I'd be mm-hmm. able to take care of myself essentially. Yeah. yeah. And like ride my motorcycle off into the sunset, you know? You do tend to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's actually so, a good point really quickly. Just before I forget, I remember, bro, like, I feel like this podcast, I'm always just talking about like my dad and like shit that he did, but. I mean, it's kind of it's broicism. Yeah, it's broicism. Like the way he kind of, um, like I saw traits in myself when I was younger that were like his that I didn't want to keep exhibiting. When I was seventeen, I remember I got cheated on the first time, mm-hmm. and or second time technically, um, and bro, the anger I felt in my body. And the way that I talked to this person was like a way that I, I, I firmly like affirmed to myself, I'm like I'm never gonna let this energy uh, seep out into the world mm-hmm. ever again past this day. And I started working out like a fucking maniac after that. I just like every morning woke up like, like I need a workout. I just need to go for a run. I need to do agility, agility drills. I need to yeah bounce a fucking basketball hard as fuck for like an hour. Yeah. Um, but like again, kind of going back to what we said, like if you are a certain way, it doesn't mean you have to be that way forever. Yeah. You can always change the course of your life, and I know that's cheesy to say, but it really is true. Like just because your family has been this way. Just because the culture is this way, just because your dad, your mom, your brother, whoever the fuck, doesn't mean that you have to keep writing the, like, doesn't mean you have to stay in line with what you've been just spoon fed all your fucking life. Mm-hmm. Um, or like what you've seen in media or like what you've seen your like negative traits from your own dad or people around you or lack thereof, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Like, at 17, I remember being so fucking angry. And I was like, damn, I never, never want to fucking let this out. Like, or I don't want to hurt people with this energy from this energy. Yeah. You know? Well, if you do you feel like you're past that now? Bro. Like, that's why I got remembered of it when you said, like, you're able to keep your sanity like you think you're you, you have good outlets in order to maintain regardless of like what a a female counterpart or someone you're dating like does i feel the same way like the way i handled like the way i handled breakups recently was very different than 17 and um you know i just want to keep getting better at that um mm-hmm. <laughs> want to get keep getting better at breaking up (laughs) yeah it's kind of true though (laughs) yeah you don't want to be able to just be like you don't want to be able to be swayed by anything around you you want to be able to think for your own self and um be secure in your own roots enough that like other people telling you how it should be or or how it shouldn't be yeah don't let your emotions like guide your actions or the words you use yeah, like, um, 
Yeah, just don't let the outside influence the inside. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing with, like, my masculinity back to that. Like, I feel like I would never, you know, knock on wood, I guess. But I feel like it's just not in me to, like, yell at someone, let alone a woman. Yeah. I would never lay hands on a woman. Like, never, bro. Never would yell at them. Like, even if they've, like, said shitty things to me, like, it's just I'm not really capable of saying something shitty back or even thinking that yeah i can maybe for a split second but like i may i feel like even if i'm not outwardly sympathetic or empathetic sometimes like i'm not like oh muffin you know like i feel like i'm able to empathize with the person in general like how they're feeling on the inside yeah it's like i know where they're coming from yeah so i would never be like you fucking skink bitch like damn. i'd be like damn you're just fucking didn't get your sleep last night. Like, yeah. her mom's a bitch. And she treats your dad like this. Mm -hmm. and you're... Have you seen that video of the little kid, like, the girl going crazy, the little girl, and then the, the little boy's like, have you had your nap today? Uh, no. <laughs> it's so funny. That's facts, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sleep equals sanity. For real. For real. Um, yeah, so I feel pretty good about that. How I treat women in general, I feel good about that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm single, but I feel like I... Like, girls report back to me that, like, I've always been sweet and considerate and kind and stuff. That's what's up, bro. And I know I have. So, and even if, like... And that, that's masculine, bro. Yeah. And sometimes I don't always get a thank you in return, which kind of pisses me off sometimes. <laughs> but I try, you know, I try to, like, <laughs> let it slide. Yeah. Like, I hate people who are entitled. Mm. So, like, you're not entitled to my money or my time. Yeah. Or for me to take you out somewhere or do something, like... Um, I'm not trying to buy you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I usually pay. So, like, if a girl says thank you and stuff and they're, like, actually appreciative, then it's, like, noticeable. And sometimes they don't say shit, and that's yeah. also noticeable. Yeah. So, Just being a nice person. Yeah. Just being, like, thanks for doing something nice for me. Yeah. Not even on no masculine or feminine shit. Just, it's like, being grateful for someone's kind gesture. Yeah. But, you know, I try to let it slide and then just try to be, like, the bigger person in a lot of situations. Mm -hmm. um, That's what I think a lot of times, like, a masculine, a strong masculine dude kind of is, like, just being stoic. <laughs> yeah. Not letting people push your buttons. Or if they do, not showing, outwardly showing that your buttons have been pushed. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so, like, also just, like, working out and stuff and feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I feel like I'm on a good purpose and everything. So like, what's when... another big one, bro? Purpose over anything. Like, yeah. As soon as you put pleasure or like, or like a woman or just anything in front of that, um, like your higher, your higher goal or like even God, bro. Like if you if you start fucking with that, like start fucking with God. <laughs> um. Like having yeah having the just these goals in your mind like having this this kind of like drive this grind in you like i want to be the most like loving i can today and like i'm gonna put that goal in front of everything else or i want to be like as close to jesus or i want to be xyz whatever just a higher purpose with a capital p mm. you know putting that in front of everything else like that's what i think um that's what i think i'm like 
I think that's just like the healthiest way to operate. Because if you start putting like other things there, it just kind of, in in my, um, in my findings in my life, like as soon as I put something or someone there, something else, it just falls apart. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what I've been telling myself: like purpose over pleasure. You know, uh, del delaying gratification or whatever the fuck. Like that, I think that's extremely important. Yeah, I agree. So that's a good place to end this. What do you think? I think so too. Yeah, that pretty much wraps up everything I was going to say. <laughs> Just in a paragraph. All right, cool. Yeah, so I feel like uh, in the future it'd be cool to do an episode on feminism or whatever. Or what's yeah. the opposite of masculinity? Feminism? Um, Femininity? <laughs> the divine feminine? We need to have like a female guest though. Yeah, I was about to say, we got to have like... <laughs> Someone can be sitting right here. Right here. So what do you think about femininity? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks for tuning in to another pod. Another pod. Uh, fucking like, subscribe. Feel free share to reach this out. Shit. Yeah, reach out to us if you want um, a topic to be discussed or something. Yeah. What's the email? Uh, you can either email us at thebroics at gmail.com. Mm hmm. But also leave comments too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Another one in the books. Peace. Later.